0: On. I'm crazy.
1: Look, there it goes again. Tonight on Ithaca Now, we will learn about Ithaca's newest school, one that is designed to help teach English to all members
2: of our community. When I moved to Ithaca five years ago, I didn't speak anything in English.
1: We will be hearing from the speakers at the Getting Here event hosted by Ithaca City of Asylum.
3: How can one tell her own story? Should it start with the boat or with the family, whether they are there or not? Or should I just start from the moment that my
4: feet touched on the earth?
1: And we will hear about a sledding adventure in our newest series, Secrets of Ithaca. It's a
0: place you can do something that's interesting to everyone instead of just one person. We can all go down the do more familial.
1: All that and more tonight on Ithaca Now.
5: You're listening to Ithaca Now on WICB's weekly news podcast focused on stories in the Ithaca community. I'm your host, George Christopher, and thanks for joining us. Tonight in Ithaca Now, our show will cover Ithaca City of Asylum speaker event, Getting Here, Personal Stories of Immigration, Migration, and Displacement. We will also learn about Ithaca's Open Doors English program, and we will hear about a populous sledding hill in Ithaca in our new series, Secrets of Ithaca. But first, we'll turn to William Strelakis and Julia Villanueva for this week's Community Beat.
1: of a room at Ithaca College were victims of an armed robbery last Thursday afternoon. The residents said the suspects had a taser and a folding knife when they robbed their personal property at the Terrace 3 residence hall, and then ran toward the Circle Apartments. One suspect was described as a black male in his early 20s, five feet, 10 or 11 inches tall, who was wearing green Uggs and black or gray jeans. He also has a tattoo of a cross on his right arm. The other suspect was a black male wearing a red hoodie, red sweatpants and a black beanie. An investigation is underway and if anyone has information, please call the Ithaca College Office of Public Safety and Emergency Management at 607-274-3333.
3: As snowstorms continue to arrive in Ithaca, the city is making a push to keep its sidewalks clean. City policy urges citizens to clear the sidewalks on their property within 24 hours. While city crews will operate, a minimum fine of $50 will be charged to anyone whose property needs to be cleaned by them. Volunteers from the Tompkins County Office for the Aging are available at 607-274-5482 for those who are physically unable to shovel.
1: The Tompkins County Legislature established earlier this week the Climate and Sustainable Energy Advisory Board and are currently looking to fill all nine seats. The board consists of having expertise on initiatives regarding regulations and community programs in relation to energy and climate change, along other duties to meet the greenhouse gas emission reduction goals. Tompkins residents are encouraged to apply latest by January 13, 2020 the application is available on the county's website.
3: A dispute between Green Star and pro-union employees looks to reach an agreement. Organizing committees within the company filed a complaint to the National Labor Relations Board accusing Green Star of three labor relation violations. The board agreed a case could move forward and both parties were offered the option to settle or go to court. Ultimately, a settlement was agreed upon. While Green Star does not have to admit to labor violations, it will have to post notices stating they cannot interfere with union activity.
1: The Salvation Army took part in a new challenge in order to support their Kettle campaign. The challenge consisted of ringing the bell for their red kettles 24 hours straight at Walmart from 6pm last Friday, December 6th to 6pm Saturday, December 7th. The commanding officer of Salvation Army, Stacy McNeil, said the challenge serves as a way to understand what life is like for those who have to sleep outside in the cold. The funds go to feed the hungry, provide aid for victims of disaster, and much more.
3: A new holiday event is currently underway in the Commons. The Winter Light Festival brings colorful sights to downtown Ithaca up until December 15th. The main focus of the event is Prismatica, an art trail of 25 interactive illuminated prisms. Other activities include the fan-favorite Chatter Cook-Off, a silent disco, and a glow bar.
1: For William Sterlekis, I'm Julia Villanueva, WICB News.
5: Ithaca's Open Doors English program is Ithaca's newest school with about 120 students. The goal is to teach people who don't know English the language, so they can learn and practice speaking in English. Let's turn to WICB News Production Director, Jay Bradley, to learn more.
6: Imagine leaving your home to live somewhere where almost no one spoke your language. Everything from going to the doctor to getting groceries would have roadblocks no matter where you go and with Ithaca being a place that many people come to from all over the world, this can be the reality for many people right here. Patricia Ginebra came from the Dominican Republic when her husband started to work at Cornell and not being able to communicate impacted everything she did.
2: When I moved to Ithaca five years ago, I didn't speak anything in English. And my husband worked all day For a few months, I was in my house alone. I don't like to (laughs) go outside because Mm -hmm. I feel stressed because I didn't speak English.
6: But thanks to a group of ESL, that's English is the Second Language, teachers, Patricia and over a hundred others from all over the world are learning and improving how to communicate with people here through a new program called Open Doors English. The nonprofit program first came into being this September and now does classes four days a week out of the First Presbyterian Church in downtown Ithaca, providing all types of adult English learners with the tools they need to connect to the world around them.
7: Over the years, we've really heard that people who have children or or people that come can feel really isolated if they're not able to work in this community. And they need the English to get along in their daily lives.
6: That was Hilary Boyer, the project co-director and student services coordinator for Open Doors English. Those at the program knew that there was a big demand for this. And now it has about 120 students, ranging from absolute beginners to those who just want to improve. And while what they're doing isn't new, the way it's done now is.
7: All of us who are working now at Open Doors English used to work for TST BOCES in their ESL program.
6: Last year, BOCES started to change that program into something the teachers didn't want to be a part of, restricting further who would be able to take it and what those students would be getting from it.
7: They slowly changed the program to change how the, what the teachers were teaching. And it sort of culminated in them um, making the program only work-related. So. The only people that were allowed to come to the program were people that could work in this country and that were planning to work in the country. And then they told the teachers that what they needed to teach had to be 100% work-related.
6: The seven teachers knew that this stripped-down program was not something they wanted to be a part of.
7: So in February, they kicked out about half the students. Uh, They told them they were no longer eligible for the program and we quit as a group on February 8th.
6: So over most of this last year, they got to work. A
7: week later, we started working as volunteers, and then really over the summer, we set up this new program. We were able to get the same space back that we had before. And now, um, and on September 9th, we opened classes.
6: Now being their own entity as a nonprofit through the Center for Transformative Action in Ithaca, They can open up the program to all sorts of people, regardless of their ability to work.
7: We can take anybody into the program that wants to come.
6: And they can now adjust the course to what the students need. Everything in the classroom is now geared toward helping the students. And this often comes from exposure to real world situations that the test-driven BOSI's program did not often allow them to do.
7: We're able to really target the learning to what the students most need to learn without worrying about whether or not it will increase their score on a particular test.
6: The teachers are all very experienced and qualified, making it something that they and many of the students feel is worthwhile, leading to not only them, but many of the students, like Ginebra, leaving the BOCES program for these teachers.
2: When I started, the English was better for me because it can communicate now. Not perfect, but every day better and better.
6: About half of the students are permanent residents in Ithaca who might be working here or have a spouse working here, but they themselves don't have much English. The other half are temporary, often because of connections to Cornell. Overall, there's about 33 countries represented there. And Liz Seussman, one of the ESL teachers and co-director of the program, says that with less restrictions now through Open Doors English, they can address this diversity and their needs as a program far better.
8: So having our own program where we can really zero in on the needs of our program and our teachers and then find ways to support each other, and that feels really good. It feels very human.
6: The program is special for another reason, though. It's accessibility for all types of people, working or not, while also being affordable through a sliding scale they use to determine fees, has created an environment where people from all over the world, of different classes, race, nationality, wealth, or whatever else, have formed bonds and become friends.
7: It's been one of the delights of this program to watch people interact who would not otherwise um, meet each other in life.
6: Because in a place like this, All these different people find themselves on an equal level.
7: It's a really unique
8: setting where students from really every background imaginable sit together around the same classroom, and so you have university professors interacting with refugees um, who maybe have limited formal education or limited opportunity for formal education, and they are helping each other and talking together and sharing ideas about how to solve problems they both have in Ithaca, Um, and it's just very
2: sweet.
6: And it's not lost on the students.
2: In this program, I know many different cultures. It's very nice to know people from another country different to my country. I have many friends now.
6: It's all part of a vision that first started with another member of ESL at BOCES, who was fired when they started to restrict the program, Julie Kulow.
7: She had been... really a tireless advocate for immigrants and for English as a second language speakers um, for 30 years in Ithaca. And she she died in March of last year. So when she died, there was a fund established by her family, and they um, generously gave it to us to start our school. So that was the reason we could um, afford to rent this space. We think about her every day, and we feel like this program represents who she was and um, all the heart that went into caring for immigrants in, um, in Ithaca.
6: Their issue now, though, is finding funding to keep the program what it is.
7: One of the big concerns that we have is um, how we can possibly get enough money to um, keep the program going when it's really unrealistic to ask our students to pay um, the amount that it would cost, um, which would be about $800 for a four-week period per student if we were to pay the teachers. What they what they ought to be paid and um, to manage the program
6: since they're not relying on students for their income, they have to seek other means to keep it going and it hasn't been easy
7: it's all uh, funding that we get through um, our own fundraising grants that we've written um, and donations from people so The teachers are working for less than half of what they were paid for, paid before, and three of us are working for free. Um, We just volunteered to work for this period of time to see if we could get on our feet as a program.
6: They have done things to make it more visible in the community, like working with last month's many events and exhibits downtown through the How Did We Get Here series by the People's Pop-Up Project, and a recent ribbon-cutting event but they won't stop pushing because they know it's worth it.
7: This is our
8: make-it-or-break-it year, but on the whole, we feel so happy to be doing this. Um, We love having the freedom to structure the program and the classes the way that uh, we know best meets the needs of our students.
6: Opportunities to donate or volunteer to Open Doors English can be found on their website, opendoorsenglish.org, and they can also be found on Facebook.
2: I know that I make mistakes when I speak, but um, I think I can do everything that I need. Mm-hmm. I can go to, I can to talk with my doctor. I like to have friends. I like to, mm-hmm. uh, to go outside. I can do everything.
6: For WICB News, I'm Jay Bradley.
5: We'll be right back after a short break. Coming up, we'll learn about an art gallery speaker event that took place downtown. You're listening to Ithaca Now on 91.7 FM. Whether you're waking up for a busy day or relaxing on
3: an easygoing afternoon, The Hobo's Ullaby has the tunes to get you through a wild week. From the newest tunes... to some of that classic old-time music.
6: If you'll gather around children.
3: Make sure to listen in on the Hobo Zuliby, your home for homeless music. Sundays from 2 to 4 p.m. and Tuesdays from 10 to noon. Only here on
6: 92 WICB. If you live in the city of Ithaca and want to be in the know, Swift 911 is the way to go. City of Ithaca alerts you about odd-and-even parking, street cleaning, construction updates, and other helpful messaging to keep you in the loop is completely free and customizable you receive only alerts you sign up for via text or email and you can unsubscribe at any time text swift to 99538 or go online to the city's website at www.cityofithaca.org to get started today this message was brought to you by wycb ithaca
8: Want to hear more female artists on the station for innovation? Tune in to Eve Out Loud to hear a variety of female-fronted music. Sunday nights at 8 on 92 WICV.
5: Welcome back to Ithaca Now. I'm your host, George Christopher. Storytellers all over the community came together to speak at the Getting Here, personal stories of immigration, migration, and displacement event. It was hosted by the organization Ithaca City of Asylum, with WRFI Community Radio. WICB correspondent Celine Tudor went to the event to hear what these storytellers had to share about their experiences with immigration-related topics.
3: Uh, how can one tell her own story? Should it start with the birth or, or with the family, whether they are their or own? Or should I just start from the moment that my feet touched on the earth? And what if I have no feet? Or with the time when I fell, had over heels in love, Perhaps
4: for the first, but not the last time. What if I do not want to call that moment
2: back
4: in prison, into the present? Simtan Joshar was one of the storytellers at the Getting Here Personal Stories of Immigration, Migration, and Displacement event, hosted by Ithaca City of Asylum with WRFI Community Radio. Throughout the event, multiple speakers shared their experiences on being displaced. The storytellers came from all different backgrounds. There were artists activists, scholars, and journalists. A Q&A session moderated by Raza Rumi, the director of Park Center for Independent Media at the College, followed the event. One popular topic of the night was the idea of home.
9: The idea of home is lost forever for me, I think.
4: You just heard Lali Khalid. Khalid moved from Pakistan to the United States in 2007 on a Fulbright scholarship. She lived in various towns and cities all over since. Khalid also touched on the feeling of being othered, another topic the storytellers shared in each of their own speeches. Khalid struggles with the idea of being othered. She said that it was a foreign concept to her up until she moved away from New York
9: City. The first time that I realized that otherness was when I was held at, I believe it was Chicago Airport or JFK, could have been one of those two, pretty horrible, both of them. Uh, And I was held at customs, and I was pregnant. And they held me for three hours. Um, and I mean, you know, I'm the kind of person who gets angry very quickly. So I was sitting there furious, super hormonal, and I mm-hmm. asked them to let me go for having a cup of water and they, they pointed me to a water fountain. Um, and I drank that and I was like, do you, you realize that I'm pregnant? And they're like, go take your seat. And I sat there three hours. So after three hours, you know, there's a nice uniform guy who's at the counter and they say, Ms. Khalid, and I go to the counter and he's like, so why are you in the US? And I was like, I live here. Uh, green card holder. i gonna be a citizen soon. And he was and I was like, Can I ask you why you
4: stopped me? At that point, the Border Patrol agent told Khalid that she never graduated from the Pratt Institute, the university she attended in New York City. Khalid was prepared to respond.
9: I used to carry my file with me because I'd been stopped enough number of times. So I pulled my file folder out and I took my original degree from Craig and I gave it to him and I said, There it is, I graduated. But what has it got to do with stopping me right now? And there was nothing. There was no apology. There was no like acknowledgement of what he'd done and how I'd wasted the last three years of my life sitting there just because there was some weird glitch in their system that said I didn't graduate. And even if I didn't graduate. How you know it blew my mind how it was not an important thing, but it was considered important
4: for them The highlight of the event rose from a question an audience member posed She asked about what the speakers plan to do about educating those who are afraid of minorities This raised attentions and angered most of the speakers as they did not believe it was their responsibility to do so Here's what Raza Rumi said in response.
9: I have a slight issue with the the formulation of your question, uh, which is that why is it our responsibility to Mm -hmm. convince those who instill hatred and fear because the minorities are weak and powerless. It's the majority that has to act up and rise to the occasion.
4: According to Jonathan Miller, the director of Ithaca City of Asylum, the event achieved its goal.
9: This exhibition, uh, the art exhibition, and the whole series of events through this month were designed to bring people together and just to just to create a space where people could gather to have discussions about issues that uh, people find difficult to have discussions about, and uh, you know provoke them a little bit and. Uh, give people just really give people an opportunity to be in the same space
4: for WICB News I'm Sleem Stash
5: we'll be right back after a short break coming up we'll debut our newest series Secrets of Ithaca
6: one-to-one big brothers big sisters of the Ithaca Youth Bureau is looking for men to volunteer as mentors for children of the Ithaca community In as little as two hours per week, you can help a child develop interests, learn new skills, and have a great time. Young men with positive male mentors have been shown to do better in school, stay away from risky behaviors, and have more self-confidence. Get involved today by visiting BBBSIthaca.org or by calling 607-273-8364. This message brought to you by WICB Ithaca. Tune in to
5: Homebrew, Ithaca's original local music show, featuring the best bluegrass,
6: it was a beautiful
5: morning
10: that afternoon,
2: that
5: morning reggae, funk, and more from across upstate and central New York, only on Tuesday nights from 8 to 10 on 92 WICB. Welcome back to Ithaca Now. I'm your host, George Christopher. Ithaca is full of exciting and unique experiences for those who have lived here for all their lives and those who are only here temporary. WICB News Managing Director Jacqueline Agahigian takes us to a sledding hill where she finds some family-friendly fun.
10: As the holiday seasons approach and the snow falls, I've realized that there's still so much I want to do as a college student, so much I want to discover in Ithaca so many things that i just did not realize and for starters it's starting to snow so i decided maybe i should go sledding and discover what is just in ithaca the secrets of ithaca it all started with getting out of the car and the first thing i see is this beautiful enormous hill they call it rice hill and it faces over cayuga lake on the northern side 11 miles out of campus. It is pretty extraordinary. And the first person I talked to was a mother with her two children spending the day together sledding, explaining to me just exactly what is Rice Hill.
9: Originally, it started out as a tubing hill that used to have a T-bar, a tow bar that would bring people up and then they'd tube back down. Um, And then that got shut down. It was kind of left for the park to regulate and people just come here now and they have the heating the warming center inside
10: here and people just like to sled down the hill. <laughs> I then talk to a father who is having a birthday party for his son on this enormous hill that overviews and looks at the Cayuga Lake. It's pretty amazing. And the probably the best place as a nine year old to have a birthday party. The father explains how it really does bring the community together?
6: Well I would say it reflects the spirit of Ithaca which is that everyone you don't reserve a time you don't you know book it you just come and sled together with people you know people you don't know and everyone's respectful and enjoying nature together and enjoying the natural beauty of the lake and in a very sort of uh just simple appreciative way and you've got probably the longest sledding run that I'm aware of that I've ever seen, but it's not, you know, it's not for skiing, it's just for sledding and it goes all the way down. It's quite a hike back up. Um, but, so you sled down in this majestic view and you can really get going and go all the way down. And it's not usually too crowded. I don't know, maybe it's cause you have to walk up. So there's usually people here, but it's not crowded. Um, so yeah, that's, it's just a great place to sled. Lionel
10: was celebrating his birthday with all of his friends on this hill. And I think that he's the coolest kid for having a birthday party like this. On top of a hill, overviewing Cayuga Lake in the winter, going at least 20 miles per hour down this hill. It's pretty extraordinary.
0: It's a sledding hill, we don't have, this is like the only major sledding hill we have here. We don't, because of course we could do backyard sledding, but there's nothing like as big as this. Do you think it's...
10: Do you think this brings your friends together? Yeah. Why do you does. think it brings your friends together in Ithaca?
0: Because it's a place that you can do something that's interesting to everyone instead of just one person. We can all go down, the more familiar.
10: Oh. What's your name and how old are you? I'm
0: Lionel and I'm nine years old. Well, what's your favorite thing about this
10: hill? What's the best part of it?
0: I can go down with my family and stuff in a place that, like, we, at our house, was so the trees are so in that you just, sometimes you just clash into the bushes or the fence, but it's just endless here. It's, it's no paradise. It's because
10: of people like Lionel and his father and the mother that I got to really discover an amazing place place I would never know. Another secret of Ithaca. For WICB News, I'm Jacqueline Agahigian.
5: That's all for this edition of Ithaca Now. Tune into our podcast next Sunday at 7 p.m. for more stories and news impacting the Ithaca community. You can find all of our content on WICB.org. And if you'd like to listen to past broadcasts, subscribe to us for free on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you find podcasts. For more updates throughout the week, follow us on social media. Search for WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And before we go, we have some thank yous for tonight. Manager of Television and Radio Operations, Jeremy Minard, WICB Station Manager, Peter Schampalli, and our new staff, Executive Director, Bridget Bright, Production Director, Jay Bradley, and M- Director, Jacqueline Agahigian. All the music from our show comes from Dr. Dundiff, who hails from Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much for joining us, and have a fantastic week. I'm George Christopher, and you've been listening to Ithaca Now on WICB.